In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. If Jesus died for everyone, each and every individual, world meaning universal, and he died for everyone and everyone's sin, each person and every sin of each person, then why do people go to hell? The immediate counter, of course, is, well, Jesus may have died for each person and for each of their sins, providing payment for their sin, but that's a gift. The gift of Christ's blood, the gift of his atonement, the gift of his forgiveness and his payment. It's a gift that's given and people still have to choose to receive that gift. And if people choose not to receive that gift, but rather to scorn it and to toss it aside, well then, even though Jesus paid for all their sins, all of their sins, they didn't receive that payment and therefore they go to hell. That's the common counter. Here's my counter to the counter. You're saying that Jesus paid for each person's sin, all the sins of all people, but they have to receive that payment. And some people reject his payment. Is that a sin? Is a person's rejection of Christ's sacrifice and atonement a sin? Because you just admitted that Jesus paid for everyone's sin, and not just some, but all the sins of each person. Is rejection of Jesus a sin? If so, and it is, did he pay for that one? And if not, this is what you have to do logically to reject limited atonement as a biblical doctrine, and it is. What you have to do logically is this. You have to say, okay, well then, I see where you're going. Jesus paid for everyone's sin and every sin of every individual person except the sin of rejecting him. So then, logically, you would have to say that those people who go to hell, because we're not universalists, we don't believe everyone goes to heaven, the Bible clearly teaches against that, so you have to say that those who are in hell, Jesus paid for all their sin. They're not in hell for adultery. They're not in hell for murder. They're not in hell for blasphemy. They're not in hell for lying and bearing false witness. They're not in hell for coveting. They're not in hell for idolatry. They're not. No, Jesus paid for all their sin. That's your argument. So you have to say the only sin that Jesus didn't pay for is a rejection of Jesus' payment. So then you would have to say that anyone who goes to hell is only in hell being punished for that one sin, the rejection of Christ's payment. And once you've arrived at this step of the argument, then it's easy to dispel because the Bible clearly teaches that people will be eternally punished in hell for a variety of sins, not only the sin of rejecting Christ's sacrificial work. People will be punished in hell for murder. People will be punished in hell for sexual immorality. People will be punished in hell for lying and for theft. This is expressed in the book of Romans. This is expressed in the book of Revelation. And people ultimately will be the object of God's judgment. 
It is not the ethereal spirit of murder that will be punished for eternity in hell. It is murderers. Murder won't be punished in hell forever. Murderers will. Adultery will not be punished forever in hell. Adulterers will. Lies will not be punished forever in hell. Liars will. This is what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that some will go to hell, that they will not be recipients of God's saving grace through faith in Jesus Christ, that they will suffer under the just, righteous wrath of God for eternity, and His wrath will be poured out not merely for the singular sin of choosing to reject Christ and His sacrifice, but a variety of sins, rejecting Christ at the foremost, but also adultery and lying and murder and blasphemy and breaking the Sabbath and coveting and the whole nine yards, or in this case, ten yards. So people will go to hell and they will be punished for their sin. And God is just. He does not exact double payment for a singular crime. If some people go to hell and are punished for some sins, it is precisely because those sins were not paid for by Jesus on the cross. If we think about it any other way, then we have to ultimately conclude that God punished Jesus fully, the sufficiency of his sacrifice, he punished Jesus for one group of people that are going to go to hell, and he punished him fully. And then he said, you know what, even though I've exacted the fair payment for these sins, I'm going to go ahead and penalize these sins a second time. Punish Jesus once, and then punish those individuals in hell a second time. Jesus on the cross, one punishment. These people in hell, the second punishment. Two punishments, one infraction. That's the simplest way to break it down. That is injustice. God is just.